everybody. Welcome back to another great edition of Talking Tigs. As always, this is Scott Gerard. Joining me is Tommy Johnson and Daniel Zollinger. Got a hot one for you here on Monday night. Uh, just kidding. There's there's really not that much that, that happened this week. Uh, baseball won a series uh, against Mississippi State. Uh, they brought their brooms to Starkville, sweeping the Bulldogs all three games uh, in really great fashion. I, we'll, we'll get into all that. I think each game was uh, was was different in its own right. Uh, just three different ways to win on the road, which was great. Uh, you know, another that there really wasn't much else. I mean, football's you know in high gear with uh, spring practice. I uh, don't know if we really see any any separation of any kind, but uh, we'll get into that as well. Going off of what Brian Kelly and uh, you know, other journalists have told us, and um, I don't know that's about it. Uh, pretty pretty light week for us guys. We, I guess we should uh, we should take advantage while we can. Um, so so how are y'all doing with that? Oh yeah, I mean doing good. Like you said, a little bit of a light week, but excited to uh, excited to get that sweep in from baseball and um you know they announced the spring game officially i think today got an email about that so it'll be not this saturday but next saturday so i'm excited about that but um other than that you're right scott a little bit a little bit light we'll keep it and we'll keep the podcast light yeah had a good weekend uh watched some of the masters pretty good one 25 I think your old Scotty Scheffler took it down. Um, unfortunately, Sam Burns from LSU didn't have a very good performance. I think he got cut. Um, yeah. So yeah. we were hyping him up on the last podcast, but maybe in the future. Uh, yeah, baseball, good good performance. Um, went into Starkville and took all three. So uh, that's a big step from the, the squad as they uh, go up against Arkansas this week, which will be a, a tough task. But yeah, excited to talk about that, y'all, about that with y'all here. Now well, let's uh, let's get right down to it. As we said, we'll we'll try and keep it quick and light. Save pass the savings on down to our listeners, uh, at least on time anyway. So baseball went on the roads. Uh, you know, I, I don't know that I would say this is our first true test. Remember, they kept doing us to that during the 20, 2019 season. Oh yeah, LSU's good, but you know, then they'd come up with some new test each game. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like this weekend could be a, a better test if you want to look at it that way, but we're playing the reigning champions. Although I, I think Mississippi state's completely different Their I think their record shows that, mm-hmm. but they can still be dangerous, right? They still got good hitters, still got uh, pretty good pitching. Um, for the most part, it was, uh, you know, a, a low scoring affair, except for that third game, but LSU takes the series on the road. First sweep on the road. I should, I should say since uh, 2017, and that was against, guess who? Mississippi State. Uh, I don't know. You just look back at the record. Uh, the Tigers have owned Mississippi State in general, but especially on the road. I think this is like our, our ninth series win against them in a row, but I, I think you know that includes on the road. Um, and did it in different ways, as I was talking about earlier. Like the first game, we won 5-2, but we were down 2-1 to one heading into the ninth. And then with two outs the batch just kind of came alive. Usually we see it happen, but you know, it's not necessarily always when you need it, but this one was finally when you need it. Um, and I think another good part of that game, aside from the come behind win is um, Jay Johnson kind of mixed up our, our pitching rotation. He had McKill Hilliard throwing on a Friday night and it worked out great. Uh, they, they have a lot of confidence in him and he what all he's got to make is what five, six innings. Kind of like we've said, that's what he uh-huh. did. And the bullpen kind of carried the rest of the way. 
Um, then, you know, second game, four to three, not really come from behind, but I mean, it was, but it was well, actually, no, um, it was a tie game. And then LSU kind of took the lead and just had really good pitching the rest of the game. And then on Sunday, of course, it was just a blowout. We won 13 to three. Um, and I don't know, I think they're all kind of different. I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch any of it. I didn't watch, you know, I was able to watch maybe a little bit of, uh, of one or two, but um, I was definitely listening when I could. I don't know. Um, I think this team kind of proved some stuff more to prove, obviously, but um, just with what the pitching was able to do, you know, also with the shuffling we're doing, and it just seems like they just have to maintain, and, uh, and our offense can win the game for us and pull through, and uh, I don't know. That's what happens. Pretty, pretty good to get the, the sweep on the road. I wasn't expecting that, but um, I don't know. Do you, do you feel any different about this team after this weekend? Oh, I don't know if I feel much different. I feel like it's, I feel like it's kind of the way we've been is like, po- you know, positives and negatives. Um, we've obviously got good bats. Like you said, at the end of that, at the end of that game, you know, they came alive and won the game for us. Um, but I, I, I don't think that we're a, you know, top five team in the nation right now or just because of this series or anything um you're right i think there are our bigger tests will come this weekend against against arkansas right uh you know they are they're not a top five team but they're a top 10 team so uh i i i think it's good i think that that i think this shows that um i think that this this sweep shows that this team has a lot has life in it and that it's not you know getting dragged down because i think there have been some disappointing you know some disappointing losses already mm-hmm. especially some in some of like the the kind of games you expect to win like the tech games stuff like that well yeah but i think it, it does show that you can beat anybody even though mississippi state although they're not on their best game this year they're still the defending national champion and you're playing it's in their SEC house team. yeah and they have crazy fans who show up for every game and i'd say that like although the expectations at the beginning of the season were high, we're definitely ahead of schedule as far with respect to maybe last season. I think we only won like two of our first nine games in sec uh-huh. play. And this year we've won, I think six of the first nine, uh, uh, including this three against uh, Mississippi state. So things are starting to click uh, and gel a little bit more. And if they put up good back-to-back performances here in Arkansas, then I think you can say we're definitely back to being a top level team. Uh, the, in the rankings, we've been hovering somewhere around 15, which I think is reasonable. Like you can beat good teams, but maybe not consistently. And back to what you were saying about the pitching, Scott. Yeah, that I looked a lot better. Uh, good performances from all the starters. It was interesting that they didn't start Ty Floyd in any of the games. They kept him, I think, for one inning of relief at the end. So he might be moving back to his old position as a reliever, which we've got kind of a, a roster of relievers we've seen at this point where um relievers converted into starters yeah and then the, jay johnson he, he'll go like four different guys like one inning after another after another so you'll see like uh Resselman and Fontenot uh Gervais has been pitching a lot in relief and so I mean if you can go and get one good inning of everybody that's fine if they can throw like all three games or whatever yeah and then that's when you just need to get five or six from your starter and then and then you're fine so uh I, I kind of like that approach and as long as we keep picking up two or three every single weekend, then I can't really complain too much about that. Yeah. It, it's kind of weird that I, I guess I'd kind of forgotten the way that we started off the season last year. I didn't realize that this was a, this was as much of an improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I, I felt, I guess we did kind of finish a little bit stronger last year, right. Kind yeah. of going into the go. And we, I mean, we didn't, we did go to the regional, right. 
or yeah but the super regional where we got we lost against tennessee yeah okay wait who did we beat in the re- or who- we, we won the oregon regional with them and gonzaga uh, yeah you're right okay but um i guess my my point is is like to me i don't i like i like i remember kind of that last half of the season more is more more being fresh on my memory so i kind of felt like oh man i guess we're you know maybe we're a little bit down from last year at this point or maybe we're about the same but yeah it's interesting that you say that we're we're kind of you know we're better than we were last year at this point and you know if we kind of keep on this trajectory maybe we do end up uh being a little better off yeah we lost three of our first sec series last year including two sweeps so uh if we can even just get one against Arkansas. I think that's a win. And if you get two or three, then that's like big time. Yeah. I would say, especially in their place, which is they pack it with as many college baseball fans as LSU or anybody in the country. So true. Um, definitely things to, to be happy about two of the games. They went errorless. Uh, I think the first and the third, although they did have three errors in the second game, which ended up not mattering, thankfully. Uh, but that's another thing that we were looking to clean up. And so uh, I think that's on the upswing as well. And there's still a lot of homers. We still got that power. I think Josh Pearson, the freshman, had two home runs in the same game on uh, Sunday. So he's getting a little more playing time and, and making the most of it. So that's good to see. Yeah, speaking of, he was actually the, the co-freshman of the week uh, in the SEC. Overall, he went five for 11, two homers, like you said, in that one game with also five RBIs, but um, really good week. He started off with, uh, I think he got their first run against Grambling earlier in the week, which, by the way, LSU won 16-3. I think it was like a seven-inning run rule game, but, you know, they didn't they didn't give up that, that uh, inevitable midweek, uh, you know, in-state game like they they also have been we were doing that last year too which was unusual and we're still doing it this year but i, I don't know if 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 we do that but we take a series you know we sweep mississippi state and if we take two to one out of arkansas you know and so on and so forth i i guess these midweek losses sometimes inexplicably they won't bother me as much you know because overall it's it's the sec count and standings i, I think that's going to matter uh, plus, that's that's where the better competition is. Uh, I, I think if you know if you're taking Mississippi State on the road and you're getting two out of three against Arkansas and Vandy and whoever, uh, you know these these losses to La Tech aren't going to matter as much towards the end of the year. But of course, no, have, it won't matter. I just I, it's just it leaves a bad taste in your mouth, though. Yeah, oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I would say the bullpen is definitely coming around as well as the coaches use with them. I, I think uh, that is something I'm noticing as far as, you know, difference between this, uh, this, this coaching tenure and the last one, um, I, you know, just sometimes just new blood, it helps. And I, I, I think I kind of like it because there was one stretch, I guess it was that second game where, you know, the bats didn't necessarily come alive except for earlier in the game, but they, the bullpen threw like six straight shutout innings, which, you know, uh, if that's if that's what you need to win the game, there's the game right there. Um, yeah. He's had enough offense to win, which is great. Um, you know, I mean, they have one midweek game this week, a nice tune-up against Lamar, uh, which is in Texas, I believe. Uh, they, you know, I, I don't know what they're even going to do. I, I imagine they'll just throw whoever they can pitching-wise, but it'll be interesting to see if they go back with Mikel Hilliard on Friday night and just go from there because – I don't know if he can keep holding down for five, six innings. That way they only need one or two, well, two or three guys after that. Cause that's, what's been happening is, uh, you know, before LSU would 
have somebody last five innings and then that was it. Then we would just start going through pitchers like drinks on spring break, you know? <laughs> um, but I feel a little bit more confident now. And I think, you know, if they got this win, they have the confidence. Yeah. So. No, I think this is, that's a huge confidence builder, a, a sweep in the sec on the road. Um, I'm excited. You know, I, th- I think that's maybe this is kind of like a, uh, a, a, a rival point for this team kind of gelling, getting, getting together, yeah. understanding, okay, new coach, new roster, a lot of new faces. And now that maybe this team's kind of coming together because it does uh, baseball is, I think baseball is, is unique in that like it does take time for everything to kind of mesh and, and, and it's hard to get it. Once it locks in, it's great, but it's hard to kind of get there. It's not, it's, it's not as simple as just like, you know, putting nine guys out on the field and say, okay, get play. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'd say, the, the the longer seasons right like the college mm-hmm. and mlb it's like they, there's so many games it's like a six to eight month season and <laughs> you have time to work stuff out in jail football you know you got what 12 13 games maybe yeah uh so it's i guess baseball benefits benefits us that way but um yeah it's like if if they start to hit a stride now they'll be great they'll need it though because literally i mean we're second in the sec west only behind arkansas which is honestly they're like one win more than we have and but you know they're a good team they're ranked number was it seven seven yeah yeah uh but you know you look at the other league georgia's doing well same as arkansas everyone else after that believe it or not they have like a losing sec record but tennessee is just on fire this season i was interested to see how they were going to do after last season i thought you know is it a just kind of like a Cinderella season or not, but no, they're like 31 and one overall. Yeah. Number one team in the country. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's not going to be easy, but like, you know, if if we're not in our, they're not in our bracket in Omaha, then, uh, you know, I feel good about our chances, (laughs) but, um, anyway, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else about baseball? Because I think that was pretty much it cut and dry. Yeah, right. I I mean I'm excited. I'm just excited to kind of let's let's get move on to Arkansas. See see if if the uh, if this can last. Or yeah, was just kind of flash in the pan. Yeah, got to get that Easter surprise of a a nice series win. Yeah, right, right. Um, which would be nice. We could resurrect resurrect the program. Pardon, <laughs> pardon the uh, comparison. But um, moving on to basketball, obviously it's kind of the dead season. Um, but LSU did pick up a transfer. Did want to mention real quickly. Uh, picked up Cam Hayes, who was at NC State. Uh, he's a former four-star from uh, North Carolina. He was with the Wolfpack for two seasons. I mean, he averaged seven points, 2.1 assists last year. But, I mean, you're getting a guy with experience, which is really all we need right now. I um, think that, may, that gives us four, right? Like, because we had three other transfers. Um Trey Hannibal and Justice Hill came from Murray State. Uh, and then we also got an in-state transfer from Kendall Coleman. So putting it together, it's going to be completely different than what we've seen in the last year. But, you know, that's that's been the case for LSU basketball for a little while now. Um, I don't know if you guys had anything to say about that. But, uh, you know, I guess, I guess welcome aboard Cam Hayes and um, we'll, we'll see where you fit in. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's no, I don't have, I don't have much take. I, I don't, I don't know. Cam Hayes, from Woody Hayes, <laughs> no, but, right? uh, <laughs> but uh, thank you for, thank you for gracing us with your presence because 
like like you said, Scott, we just need one more and then we can line up on the floor. So yeah. <laughs> we almost have enough to fill the full roster, but th- that's good. I guess power five starting experience that uh, you take it where you can get it. Um, but yeah, this, we had to learn a lot of new names in LSU basketball this past season between Pinson and Murray and Efton Reed fudge. Yeah. And now we're gonna have to open the, the roster book again for a whole new group of people. Um, so it'll take time to understand really how each of these players plays and messes meshes with each other. But I guess that gives Matt McMahon a, a project for all summer to, they're going to need some icebreakers like in practice. <laughs> they're like, what's your favorite color? Um, what's your name again? <laughs> yeah. What's your name? Where are you from? What position do you play? <laughs> and then like all their, the, everyone's fun fact is like, I play college basketball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I just want to make sure I got this right. Uh, so we, we, we don't have any more Darius days eligibility, right? Like we've, we've used all seven years out of him. We can't, I, I think he, he can't come back. Gone. He can't he graduate. Did. <laughs> I don't think he's going to get drafted, but I don't think he can either return to LSU either. No, so, like, no. He, he might be a, a G League player. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. Like, that's the only name that I, I know for sure I could, I've said every every season in the past four seasons. Um, but it's, you know, it's interesting, though. It's um, out of the guys we could say are staying because he did stay, right? Uh, we've had guys that entered the transfer portal only to come back or said they were going to and never did. But, um, uh, I mean, all the guys, like pretty much our whole team entered the portal. And as far as I know, only a couple have landed. I know Brandon Murray just said he was transferring to Georgetown. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Xavier Pynchon was going to go to, well, Xavier <laughs> or, uh, or somewhere else, but I, I don't know. Um, really quickly, do you, do you think there's a chance to keep anyone home or is it, I don't know. It still boggles my mind that they lost everybody, right? Like I think they're, I think they're all going. I think it's wave goodbye. <laughs> yeah, because like you said, Murray's going to Georgetown. Pinson's likely. I think he was either to, to Xavier, like you said, or somebody at Tennessee, maybe. Um, Alex Fudge is looking like he's going to Florida, which is kind of weird. Yeah. And uh, I haven't really heard too much about the others. But oh, uh, Pinson wasn't he looking at Purdue also? Wasn't that maybe, the other maybe one? so? Yeah. yeah, he's from around there. Um, well, even what if they, if they were able to keep Alex Miller though, but I just don't think that's, that's probably not possible either. Huh? It's like all these guys were that ride or die for Will Wade. And that was it. Yeah. Now that he's gone, they're gone. I don't know. I mean, I think, it, I think I said this um, maybe two podcasts ago or, or maybe last, one, but it really does make you feel like, okay, like, well, what, what, what was the, what were the offers Will Wade giving people? <laughs> because I mean, like, I mean, consistently, top five class five star here you know tra- five, transfer here uh all this stuff and then one guy you know the coach leaves or the coach gets fired and everybody evacuates i mean even you know like i, I think we talked about last time but like sharif o'neill like he's gone i've and actually seen some reports that he might be like one of the only people who might come back which well, oh, interesting. you can come back like from the portal. Yeah. Like oh, okay. Sharif might stay at LSU. That's well, no quotes on that. I mean, that'd be great. But I, I, in my opinion, I mean, like, I don't think he's good enough. It's not like he's going to go. I don't, I, I just don't see him going to like Duke uh-huh. and being a, a day, you know, like, I don't think he's like that much of a, ta- I think he's, he's probably, I mean, he's good. He, he was good this year, but I don't know if he's going to find a better place. And I don't mean that, I don't mean that to say LSU is a great, uh, some great, you know, basketball school right now, but I'm just saying like, I, I feel like, 
he could go well i don't know i guess other schools do have a coach <laughs> sure but you mean you could put it up the fact that well you know what your your dad finished here you could finish here when i finish you know like he he played as long as he wanted to here he yeah. could do it. this is already his third school i know like, is he really going to transfer to a fourth school in like four years like what i can't uh shack said something like he said oh they, they weren't using my boy properly or i don't know he just didn't like how they used him but honestly like you said it's like I, I think if if he was that dominant, he would have been starting every game. Yeah, they used him when they wanted him, and he he did well in a lot of spots. Uh, but well, I think also, I, you know, in that quote, Shaq, I think was he was saying not. The, I don't think he was like really throwing LSU under the bus. It was more of like, um, you know, I don't know if they like. They, I think he was saying more of like, I don't know if they ran the the system that would fit his game best. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah, it's well, kind of splitting hairs, but like, yeah, it didn't seem like he was. It didn't sound like to me he was like being like the the you know bad the mean dad who's like oh play my boy, <laughs> yeah, like Levar Ball or somebody. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, that's fine. But hey, there's a new there's a new coach in town. Yeah, maybe yeah. he does. Maybe he can. Well, I mean, like, at this point, he could probably be a star. <laughs> he could probably be. A, you know what I mean? Like, even if we go two and twenty two. He, he could be the star of yeah. our, our horrible season. Um, but anyway, uh, that's all I had on basketball. Um, I thought we could talk about uh, football, right? There's yeah. uh, spring practice. Uh, you know, you, you can't really put too much weight, but um, I don't know. I think, I think Brian, Diff- uh, I think Brian Kelly just, uh, you know, it's just going to be, he's just going to talk differently. Right. I, I think he's, there's going to be some coach speak here and there, but I mean, he's kind of like a, he's a more of a straight shooter, kind of like O is, but O is, you know, O is O. Yeah. We're not going to have a coach O again, but bless his heart. Uh, but, you know, I thought Brian Kelly talked about a few things and um, it's, he, he was talking about the quarterback situation, the wide receiver situation and the uh, running back situation. He kind of said, they're all, well, it's all kind of even. It's all up for grabs, which is interesting to me. Um, I, I'm guessing he didn't say that about, you know, kind of Keishon Butte is recovering from a uh, Achilles injury, and our quarterback room is – that's that's an expected answer. Running back, though, that was interesting to me because I thought, you know, John Emery, it's time to shine would have been now. They had a great video of him, like, busting through the line and carrying a guy for 20 yards just on a – third and one mm-hmm. uh so i don't know maybe he's just saying that to motivate him maybe it really is even um but that'll be interesting to see what you think someone will transfer uh, no no <laughs> uh, my dog was was walking over to the, to oh, the door okay. <laughs> um but you know, do you guys have any any takes anything that you've seen or heard uh from practice that makes you i don't know think differently well i mean i do think that uh that noah kane was somebody i was excited about coming in i've heard good things about him in uh, practice and stuff. So I feel like, you know, he could be a, he could be a good one, but um, so maybe, you know, he might be kind of one of the reasons why the, the running back room isn't, or is still in competition. Yeah. And then one story that people have kind of been reporting on is how Will Campbell has emerged 
big time is a true freshman and is probably like taking starting reps at left tackle. One of the most important positions on the football field. Yeah. Uh, and he was a five-star prospect from Monroe, Louisiana. So uh, very hyped. We've been hyping him on this podcast for years, but glad to see him at least so far kind of living up to it. Uh, and then they've been shuffling the other players around Cardell Thomas, finally getting some reps uh, mm-hmm. about four years down the pipeline in development, <laughs> but coming through at last and yeah, uh, Campbell just looking good. Six, six, 18 year old. I mean, if he can hold down the left side for three years, then uh, you can't ask for much more. Then also, uh, Jaden Daniels seems pretty happy with his position so far. He said that like transferring to LSU was the best thing he could have done. Huh. So maybe he's del- kind of delighted with how that is going. Maybe to the chagrin oh, of Miles. Miles. <laughs> um, <clears throat> like we said, we're going to find out who's really getting this first team reps come spring game and in two weeks. I guess we might have a little preview for that next week. But it seems like it might be the Daniels show at least to start. Uh, although Kelly's shied away from naming who he really thinks and yeah like you, you mentioned scott john emory has been doing well also um and then i'd like to see how we line up the defense with like our safeties and, and yeah. quarterbacks and stuff too considering all the transfers and, and movement we've had there yeah so that's gonna and, be a um, lot of fresh faces a lot of, a lot of i feel like it's i feel like it's gonna look completely different oh totally like both sides of the ball totally i know daniel mentioned it but i it, i think i have to circle back to it uh like will campbell can you imagine, um, like, this, how just – remember how Leonard Fournette came to LSU and it was just – it had just such a momentous feel to it about this once-in-a-generation quarter or uh, running back yeah. on your team. And, you know, you, you saw what he could do. So the fact that Will Campbell is, like, taking over possibly left tackle and, like, I've, I've seen things where they, they're talking about, well, yeah, like, we're – like, he's kind of helping us solidify the line. Because if he's there and we can trust him, which as of, as of this point in the spring, it looks like they do. Because they were just, I think they were just throwing him in just to see what it would look like. But then they started giving him first team reps and guys holding his own. Yeah. And if you've seen video, you can you can tell who he is on the field without looking at a number. He's, he's kind of the biggest guy and he's on the left side of the line. Um, that would be something, right? And because we haven't really had... Well, we had maybe one season I could think maybe in the last four years where you kind of felt like we had a solidified line going into the season uh, as in it wasn't changing unless, you know, there was an injury or something. I mean, we um, didn't even know if we had a solidified line in 2019 going into the season. That was a question mark. Yeah. yeah. People like Damian Lewis and uh, like Lloyd Cushenberry, like Cushenberry. They, they stepped up big time, like, but that wasn't like a given. Didn't Cushenberry, um, like, wasn't he not a converted uh, didn't he not like originally play center? I think you're right on that. Like, I, like I remember that being like a, like a, not necessarily a storyline, but you know, yeah. people being like, yeah, I just don't know how this line's going to be because you know, you don't even have a true center plan. Like Cushenberry's only been playing it for like, you know, a season or something. And wasn't that mm-hmm. when like Ed Ingram was having his legal Ed battles? <laughs> not, yeah. It was, was not on the team. <laughs> he was, he was in court. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Dan, you mentioned, uh, Jaden Daniels, uh, making this being the best decision he ever had or is that you Tommy I think some of that has to do with just uh, you know the program being in a lot better situation than Arizona State I know we're starting over with all our coaches but just I don't know you just kind of still hear things from from Arizona State about how bad it was um so I, I don't know uh I know he's probably better off Miles you know much to his chagrin like you said but hey 
Um, nothing was given the previous two seasons, and Miles went out and won it. So that's that's all he can do at this point. But that was about it on football. I don't think we really had any. Uh, I remember they said they they were just going to go with where they're at now, but then also after the spring game, just kind of keep their eye open on the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, I I know we could probably use some depth at uh, cornerback. Well, actually, I, ha- I had one note on that. Um, Ohio State former starting cornerback Seven Banks has been crystal ball to LSU from two people, including yeah. Steve Wiltfong, who's got a pretty mm. good record on that stuff. Uh, and he he was their starter in, when they were in the National Championship 2020. Yeah. Uh, so he's been in the transfer portal for a while ever, since their season was over. So if he comes down, then that's pretty big. Uh, and shores that up, at least on one side, I would think. He had some injuries last year, but if he can get back to his form, then that would boost us a lot. So yeah, uh, hopefully Kelly's attacking that. Yeah. Um when that that I hope definitely he helps dancing me. with him. That that'll certainly that'll <laughs> doing the 360 right? camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please stop. No. Um no, but it's it's definitely good because uh one of the other guys we've actually transferred in from Oklahoma State. Uh Jarek Bernard Converse. He he actually had a he's he's got a foot fracture that he's healing on. So I, I mean I know he, I think he's gonna be fine by summer workouts. That's what they said. Mm-hmm. Uh but in the meantime, yeah, it would be good to have somebody getting some reps before, you know, like not waiting until the fall to transfer in and then or the summer even. Uh, you know, just to do it now while they uh while they still have something to work with. But we shall see. Keep an eye on that. Uh, well, I mean, if it's crystal balls, I don't know. There's got to be a stat out there of how many times someone's crystal balls mm-hmm. and then how many times they don't go that way. Well, they have that on 24 seven where they do the crystal balls. They have like, Oh, it's the, the uh, analyst predictions of like this person is right. Like 92% yeah. of the time or something yeah. like that. Right. That's interesting. Um, well, I mean, having said all that, uh, I don't know, I think that about, does it for us unless you guys had something else i think it's pretty slow hopefully you can tune into this big easter weekend baseball if you're everybody's home for easter chilling out yeah um hope the tigers come through and then we'll give you a little spring game preview coming up next week nice oh yeah that we will um well i think that'll about do it for us here on talking tigs folks uh hope you'll have a, a rest of the good week you're able to watch some uh, some lsu baseball doesn't interfere with the easter services that is of course uh, I don't know. We're talking about doing an Easter egg hunt. There's a church near my house that's doing Easter egg drops from a helicopter. Oh, wow. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I know. Right. I almost want to go to that just to see the spectacle of kids like running through a field after a helicopter's like <laughs> just bombed it. Um, luckily they're doing two, one with one for the older kids afterwards, which is genius by the way. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think that might be a highlight for me if we're able to do that, that and watching the, the Tigers take on the Razorbacks, of course. Uh, which we will have for you uh, on the next pod. So until then, have a good week. Happy Easter. Stay safe, stay tuned, and we will talk to you next time on Talking Takes. Bye.